You are not here by accident. You are here by design. And you are here to find courage in the face of fear, to replace isolation with connection, to push back that feeling of overwhelm, and to start feeling confident. And you know how you're going to do it? By listening to other people's stories. There's no better way to feed your soul and raise your vibration and shift your mindset than to hear the stories of those who have gone before you. I'm your host, Lori Lynn, also known as Her Royal Excitedness, and I invite you to rise and climb. Hello, beautiful Facebook family. This is me trying to get used to this whole idea of doing solo episodes for my podcast. So welcome back to the Rise and Climb podcast with your host, Lori Lynn. I wanted to take a minute to just document the journey of co-writing a book with my co-author, Timothy R. Johnson. So we are together writing the book, Unemployable, Confessions of a Serial Killer's Kid. And I dropped more money than I've ever spent in a 48-hour window <laughs> to do a writer's retreat, a mastermind group with Jack Canfield, co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul, and his marketing team, which includes Steve Harrison, Laura Harrison. Patty Aubrey is actually Jack's partner of 31 years. And I just, I was able to glean so much, not only from Jack Canfield, who, by the way, has sold more nonfiction books than any other author in the history of books. So he has sold over 500 million dollars worth of nonfiction books. That's over half a billion dollars worth of books. So spanning about four decades. So, I mean, he might know a little bit about, you know, book writing and selling, marketing, publishing, you know, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so I went into the retreat with this idea that I was going to be first on the book. That wasn't my idea. That was Tim's idea. He said it was a non-negotiable that if we were going to write this book together, that my name was going to come first because essentially I'm doing, you know, all the work, but I'm telling his story. And he said that if I wasn't willing to have my name first, then he was out. And I was like, Okay, well, I guess that settles it. So I go into this retreat. It's my turn to give kind of my book synopsis and, you know, ideas that I have and ask questions specifically to get Jack Canfield of all people to give me feedback on the book. And the first thing he says is something that completely took me by surprise. And he said, the first thing I want you to do is put his name first. And I'm like, okay. And he said, because if the subtitle is Confessions of a Serial Killer's Kid, people are going to think that you're the serial killer's kid. And it will be confusing if you don't lead with his name. And I was like, well, I mean, we're spending a lot of money for someone who knows what he's doing to tell us what to do. So if we don't do that, then we're not that smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> We have to be coachable. We have to be resilient. And is it malleable? Is that how you say that word? Like when you take clay and you kind of mold it, I, I want to 
go into all of these situations kind of like a blank slate and just go, you know what? I know that I've learned some things. I'm not going to pretend to know anything right now because the person that I'm in the room with knows way more than I do. And I literally, I went through an entire pen. I used every single ounce of ink in that brand new pen. That's how many notes I took in this journal um, from two days of being with uh, Jack Canfield, his marketing team. And I think there were 17 of us in the retreat. So they maxed it out at 17 participants and I was one of them. I cannot tell you how valuable it was. I mean, just to be in the same space with other authors, some of them very accomplished. Some of them have already written and published books. They were just, you know, looking for the marketing piece. They wanted to get his feedback on, you know, the title, the subtitle, whether to publish, self-publish or try to go with a traditional publisher. It was, it was eye-opening and it was also very affirming. So I tell my authors a lot. I give them a lot of advice. I point them to lots of different resources and to know that I'm, I'm pointing them in the right direction was really affirming. I wanted to give you guys an update because it, I think it's just important to document the journey, you know? So I have helped, I don't know, a dozen or so authors self-publish Amazon bestsellers. We uh, Dan Henry's book ended up being a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller. He ended up, I think, number three in all of Kindle. So I think there are like 33 million books he ended up number three out of all of them. Nonfiction books don't tend to do as well on Kindle. So that was another boost for me. I was like, this is legit. Like his book is really, really good. And he doesn't pull any punches. Like it's kind of no holds barred. He's just all in. This is my system. This is my method. Take it and run. You know, you, you don't need me. You can just go do what I did. But most people after reading all that are like, okay, you have the expertise in every single one of these areas, why wouldn't I hire you? So now he's built his company, you know, millions of times over having published the book and getting his message out there and establishing his credibility. So it increases your visibility it enhances your credibility and it positions you as the expert in your field so that when people are wanting to learn and compress, you know, decades into days, I think that's a Tony Robbins saying, um, that they know the person to go to. And if they've spent hours with you inside your book, they naturally know, like, and trust you. And that's who we buy from. So as I embark on this journey of becoming a published author and co-author, I wanted to let you guys know just kind of the process, you know, and what we're doing. So I had to come up with sort of a synopsis of the book. I wrote out a bunch of different chapter titles. One of the things that they really hammer is making your chapter titles what they call mediagenic. So this is from Steve Harrison and the Canfield Harrison retreat. So if you are interviewed on a podcast, 
the podcast host may not have time to read your whole book, may not want to read your whole book. They can read the back cover, they can read the Amazon blurb, and then they can open it up and look at your chapter titles and generate questions from your chapter titles. And that's why they call it mediagenic. You have chapter titles that pique curiosity and lend themselves well to becoming questions that a podcast host can ask on a show that helps to promote your book as you're doing your book launch tour. I am going to be doing a book launch tour. And uh, that began this week. I was invited to be on uh, Vicki Helms show, which is, uh, I think it's Coffee Break with Vicki Helms. But she has a Facebook group, got connected with her through our mutual friend, Martin Wales. Shout out to Martin Wales. I think we have that like mutual admiration society thing happening. Like we have very similar energy and he's in the UK. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, but I did not know that Vicki had written the book, The She-Myth. This is a brand new book. It is phenomenal. I've, I've not even scratched the surface and it's already phenomenal. I contacted her right after reading the forward and the introduction and said, okay, now my 14 year old wants you to have this on audible by the time we take our next road trip, because she wants to listen to it on the way. And then we want to read the, the hardback or the, um, I keep thinking soft cover paperback. We want to read the paperback together. So I'll have Vicki on the show eventually too. I'm going to be on another one of their podcasts, uh, I think mid-March. So I'll give you a heads up on that. But if you want to join the book launch team, we are right now in a Facebook group called Happily Unemployable. So we're putting the happily and unemployable. It's all about entrepreneurship. It's all about looking at business differently. When I went through my divorce a few years ago, a friend of mine said, you know, you're going to have to get a job. And I was like, I'm going to have to get a business. And so I embarked on this journey of figuring out how to build a business without sacrificing my relationship with my kids and without sacrificing my health. And then I met Tim Johnson a year ago and we started developing this relationship, a business relationship. And he said to me, so a few months in, he's like, so in terms of business, you know, where do you rate? our business relationship on a scale of one to 10? How much do you trust me on a scale of one to 10? And I was like, I don't know, like a, probably a 10. And he said, okay, well, on a personal level, how much do you trust me? And I said, I don't know, maybe like a seven. He goes, all right, well, what would bring it to a 10? And I said, for you to do what you said you were going to do and talk to my kid. And he did. He came to Nashville. Um, he took my oldest out to dinner. He had a great conversation with him, um, started building a relationship. And when he talked to me about it afterward, he said, you know, your kid's an operator. He's like me. He's, he's unemployable. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's the title of the book. Um, it's for the people who feel like outcasts, the people who feel like they don't fit in, the people who feel like misfits and renegades and that get labeled in school. You know, it's like they're built a certain way and then they're dropped into this system that doesn't really serve or support them. 
And I've always been very much like think outside the box and do things a little, you know, left of center. Even today when I did an interview with Jack Canfield for his show for brand new authors, the video guy was like, you're a little left of center. And I was like, yeah, well, that's pretty much my whole life. (laughs) But we named the book Unemployable after my son and the label that Tim gave to him. And I really want people to own it. And so we're calling the group Happily Unemployable. Eventually we will have happilyunemployable.com and you can, you know, get on the email list and all of that eventually. But for now, we just have this little Facebook group and it's called Happily Unemployable. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash happily unemployable, you will find us. And we're in there at least once a week, just kind of getting to know each other and sharing, you know, different struggles and different ideas and uh, different ways to generate cash flow without doing the traditional, you know, you go to school, you get good grades, you go to college, you get a degree, you know, you also probably amass a lot of debt. Thankfully, I didn't. I went, I ended up going to college, but I had multiple scholarships that helped me get through without accruing any debt. Um, All of that to say, it's really important to go into a situation where you know absolutely nothing and glean from people who've already done what you want to do. And if you, if you hold too tightly to the idea that you had, you may end up confusing people and you've got to just let go of ego. I think it was David Kesey who was like, bench your ego in his book, find a way. Um, I, I visualize just, you know, sitting in the dugout and, you know, leaving the ego there and then walking out onto the field. And I am playing to win. I am playing to win. And in order to win, you can't bring your ego with you. So having been through this retreat, having been um, exposed to all of these new authors and their ideas and Jack Canfield and his legend persona. So humble, by the way, that man is just a treasure. He smiles a lot and he's just like calm and peaceful and very knowledgeable. You know, he sits and listens very attentively. He observes, he really takes in all of the information and then gives you a very well thought out response. And I so appreciated his feedback. The last thing you want to do is confuse a reader. And the last thing I want to do is confuse the reader. So we are heeding his advice and we are switching the names on the book. So instead of Unemployable Confessions of a Serial Killer's Kid by Lori Lynn and Timothy R. Johnson. It's now by Timothy R. Johnson and Lori Lynn. And this year I will have my name on the cover of a book and not just on the inside and on the spine. So when it's, you know, tucked into a bookshelf, like, you know, we have here, (laughs) you'll actually be able to see the name. So it's really fun. So I cannot wait to keep giving you updates and taking you along on this journey. You know, feel free to ask any questions, tune into the podcast, rise and climb, join the Facebook group, happily unemployable. And I will, I will share everything that you want to know about the process of writing a book, publishing a book, marketing a book, anything you want to know 
I'm an open book and I will talk to you soon. Mwah. Bye guys. Hey, thanks for listening. If you thought of someone while you're listening to this episode, would you send it to them? Just let them know you were thinking about them or that they came to mind and make that connection. If you would take a minute to rate and review my show, that would mean the world to me. And let me know about topics that you want us to cover in future episodes. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. What are you waiting for? Go hit the subscribe button right now. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Mwah.